Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me. Together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from your local librarian. You know the one. She secretly likes to sneak off to the back room, you know, down in the basement, and plays with herself on lunch. I could be reading from your food driver, who secretly services lonely men and women when he delivers food. I could be reading from your pharmacist. He secretly has monthly key parties at his second house. You just never, ever know. And if you have any fantasies or confessions or anything else you want to share, just send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a confession or anything else, you certify the following are true. You're the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names and other identifiable information, and we're releasing all rights to your creation. Have you ever drifted off in a meeting? I mean, we all do it, right? Where you're sitting there and it sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher, but... You remember something erotic, sensual, and you try to pay attention just enough if, you know, they call on you because they can see you're zoning out, but you just can't. I found myself in that position the other day where it was a trigger scenario, and I remember listening, and it had set back a memory, and ah, yeah, I remember I blushed five ways to Sunday and thank God I was paying attention just enough to be able to at least flub my way through something. I think I did pretty good. So what do you do in those instances? I mean, I know what I did. I jot it down and remember to tell him about it. But do we all have a memory during those times that when maybe something, a smell or A word brings us back to a very erotic event. And what do you do about it? Do you reach out to the person if you're still talking to them? Do you go home or somewhere private and help yourself out? I wasn't in the position to do it right then. But I'll tell you this. Later on that night, my womanizer got nicely warmed up and used again. And again, and again. (laughs) What about you guys? You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I have just recently found your show, and I have to admit, I'm hooked. I find it absolutely amazing to hear all the fun secrets behind normal people's lives. 
I was nervous to submit my story, so I submitted it anonymously. But hearing you talk about my very special anniversary and that others have now heard about it was just a huge thrill. As a background, we had never involved someone in our sex life before that. We had dirty talked and role played, but my amazing wife took the big step. She was so nervous, but the thrill we both got from it was incredible. We haven't had a wild anniversary present like that since. Not because we don't want to, but because we have busy lives being parents and things don't always align. But that's not saying we haven't had other fun. Let's just say that wasn't my wife's only experience with some large black cocks. Maybe I can share another one of our adventures soon. Keep being amazing and we'll keep living these dirty secret lives. Michael. Well, hello, Michael. <laughs> I, you know, I, I've talked about before how I, why I started this and I, I never envisioned it getting as big as it has. Um, not because of sex lives and what we all do, but hearing on the other end of it being a phone sex operator, when you do retain regulars, you get to know them a little bit and you get to know a little bit of their personal lives. And one of the most common lines is, I bet you've never heard this. And I can always say that 99.99% time, kind of like the Lysol can, I have. And it made me realize that people feel alone. They absolutely feel alone that they feel judged or anything else. And the more I branch out myself and go to these places and go to these events, I, I really do see the people that we bump into day to day. And I've always been that person that, you know, like when I go on my vacations, my cruises, I'm that person that will watch someone from afar and envision what they're talking about, you know, or sit there with my friend and will one person will do one and the other. And, and, you know, you really start to really notice we're not alone. And the more confessions I heard on the lines and the stories and, and everything else that I heard, it was that, that and COVID hit and I needed just one more way to get a, a call. You know, it wasn't monetary by any means for me. And I wanted to show everybody that we all are, have a tribe. We all do have desires. We all want to feel that. We all want to know it's okay. And I think at some times we forget to have intimacy. We forget that intimacy is a good thing. And it's another chink or link, as I always say, in our chain of life. And I sometimes feel like that link in a chain is neglected. I always say that, and I will always stand behind that intimacy, sensuality, and sex. And we can always put sex and intimacy on different links, but also the same link at the same time. But if you're not taking care of that, if you're not nurturing that, all your your other areas in your life and your relationship tend to fall apart. It's a balancing game. 
but we tend to always lean towards letting that be less. And it always intrigued me why. Why is that the first thing to let go? Even self-maintenance, even masturbation when if we're single, you know, I uh, I still do it. Matter of fact, I carry my stress in my pelvic area. So if I'm not coming, I am a, I will be completely honest. I am a bitch. I can be the crankiest woman in the world and I need a good release. So there's nothing wrong with even self intimacy. Are we doing it? Are we keeping up on that? So if we're with someone, always explore never keep it the same, and always be willing to listen. Always listen to what they desire and be open to everything to it. It doesn't mean you have to be into it. But find a way before you say no, to actually explore it with them. Or, and uh, slash and, (laughs) if it's something that you are unsure of, ask exactly what they want. Maybe say, well, I can't give you that much, but I'm willing to do this. You never know what it might bring. And you never know what it could lead to. I always say that you're not, are you really giving? And I know that you can't always give yourself in certain situations. They're always, I believe we always keep a little secret, even you know, in a relationship, there's always a secret, not a big one, but you know, we got to leave a little mystery to our lives. But are you really giving 100%? If you're leaving this part behind, isn't our desires part of our personality? I think it carves a part of it. What do you guys think? Dear Nikki, after I told my wife to flirt with her coworker, she began wearing tighter jeans to work. It was easy since they both worked in the same warehouse area. She would bend over on purpose, making sure he got a good look of her ass. They began talking more. He was about 10 to 15 years older than her. I don't recall how the conversation started, but my wife told him she was always curious about black men. Obviously, he didn't know she had already been with two. I'm surprised he didn't offer to try to get in her pants right away. Maybe he didn't get the point. I don't know. But three weeks later, he asked her out for a coffee date, and she accepted, and told him she couldn't do it right after work. It would have to be around 7 p.m., and he agreed. When I got home around 6.30, I saw her sitting on the couch all dolled up. I asked her if she was going out with Mr. M or her trainer. She said no. She had a coffee date with a co-worker. I got super excited as she had been doing a threesome to him and they were going to talk about the details in person. I told her to stand up so I could admire her beauty and her outfit. A nice flowy dress with wedges. I pulled her dress up, and she was wearing a new set of booty shorts. I had bought her a gift, but I was waiting for the right moment, and this was it. I went to my car and grabbed a small jewelry box. I walked back in the house and told her to close her eyes and open her hand. And she did. Then she opened her eyes. I told her to open it. She was super excited to know what that was. She opened it slowly. And she loved it. It was a beautiful gold anklet for my gorgeous hot wife. I wanted to do the honors. 
I got down on my knee and placed it on her ankle and kissed her legs, and I felt it on her ass. I was hard, but I knew she had to go. I got up, we kissed, and then she left. An hour later, she texted me and told me she was on her way home. They grabbed coffee and went to a park. She said nothing happened because he didn't make a move, but that what he was down for me watching and joining. I was happy. I wanted to do it then, but he had no time. I wanted to fuck her, and as soon as we were headed to her bedroom, my best friend shows up. We drank, and by the time he left, she was dead asleep. So yes, I had to masturbate to the thought of her having her next BBC soon. The following day, I told her to set it up. He was extremely busy, so we had to wait a week. As we waited for the week to go by, she met up with Mr. M., and with her trainer a few times. She mentioned that they were to keep her happy, and Mr. D was to keep me happy. Win-win for both of us. Well, the day arrived, as I got home from work, Wifey was getting her backpack ready. I peeked in it. Wow. A few sets of lingerie, two pairs of heels and G-strings. I jumped in the shower while she got ready. I was excited and hoping Mr. D wouldn't cancel on us. As I got out of the shower, I went to our room. She was ready. And oh my God, she looked hot. Laced black top with a black bra, tight jeans and fuck me boots. I told her she looked fabulous. I hugged her and she whispered in my ear. I'm going to give you the best show you've ever seen. Damn, I was rock hard already. I got dressed and we left to the motel. We drank a few beers as we waited for him. 30 minutes after we arrived, we heard a car pull to our room. Wifey said it was Mr. D, and she had this horny look on her face. He knocked and I opened the door. We greeted each other and Wifey gave him a hug and a kiss. He then grabbed a beer and we started chatting. He said I had a wonderful wife and that she was hot and knows how to fuck. Hold on. I didn't say this out loud. She said they didn't have sex when she met up with him. Um, when he said that, my heart raced. She cheated on me again. Fuck. I turned to her, and she had this ashamed look on her face. I was mad, because, well, she needs not to lie, and to tell me everything. Anyways, I didn't make a big deal out of it, because I was horny, and I wanted to watch a good show. She sat on his lap and began making out. Wife turned to me and said, Yes, we fucked last week, and I gave him a BJ at work yesterday. Do you mind? Because I can stop now. I didn't say a word. My cock wanted to rip out of my pants as she said that. She turned back around and said, That's what I thought. I pulled her top off and pulled her bra off and began sucking her tits and biting her nipples. She was already moaning. She then got off of him, got on her knees, and he stood up and pulled his pants down. I was expecting a BBC. Nope. Decent size. She blew him off for a while. Then she got up and kissed him with a lot of dirty tongue action. Fuck. That was hot. Then she grabbed her bag and went to the restroom. I told Mr. D I wanted to fuck the shit out of her. He asked me he could come in her. I told him that was her decision. She came out wearing the sexiest lingerie ever black lace corset with lace stockings and a small g-string. Oh, 
and pink high heels. Both of our jaws dropped. She then walked up and straddled him. Her ass looked amazing. They continued making out. His hands were all over her. He then picked her up and laid her on the bed. He kisses every part of her body until he reaches her pussy. As he was eating her out, she was making eye contact with me. This was very sexy. I don't know what she said, but he laid down on the back. She got up and came up to me and kissed me, asked if I was ready. She unzipped my pants and teased my dick. She began to suck my dick with passion. She was deep-throating and spitting on it. She saw that I was rock-hard, then got up, kissed my lips, and asked me to sit down and enjoy. She got on the bed again and sucking his balls as she stroked him. He kept moaning and giving her that, I'm going to fuck you so hard look. She worked her way up and started rubbing his cock on her clit. And oh, she was so ready to go. I did notice no condoms were going to be used. I didn't care at this point. Apparently, they didn't either. She guided her cock in her tight pussy, and she let out a soft moan. And once she had a deep in her, her began to move her hips. It was so sexy. As she was grinding on him, he was playing with her nipples and slapping her tits. She looked so fucking sexy. I had to pull out my phone and take pictures and videos. I needed this memory to last. She then put her feet on the bed, squatting, and she began fucking herself hard. His cock was covered with her cum, a lot of white covering his black cock. She got off of him and turned around and put her fat ass on his face as they went for the 69 position. Wow, she cleaned him up so good. He kept spanking her ass and ate her out. She kept grinding her ass on his face then pushed her off slowly, got on all fours, got ready, and shoved his cock in her. He then began pounding her. She was moaning and screaming so loud, I started to feel sorry for her, until she begged him to go harder. She kept saying, yes, yes, more, harder, harder, fuck, yes. God, I almost came to that. He asked her where she wanted him to come. Mr. D, where do you want me to come? I'm going to come. Wifey, come inside me. Yes, fuck me harder. As he unloaded in her, she kept moaning, screaming yes. They stood in that position for a few minutes. Then he pulled out and her pussy was oozing with his cum. He got up and went to the restroom. I rushed towards her and began making out with her. I asked her if she was satisfied. She said yes, but then... She said she wasn't done. She wanted more and needed more. I was like, fuck yes. Keep going, babe. She then said something that confused me a bit. But then Mr. D came out and I couldn't get clarification. She said, maybe after he is all drained, we can call my new friend non-BBC. I wasn't aware she had a friend that she was interested in, let alone a non-BBC. I went back to my chair, and he was ready to go again. They kept fucking in all positions possible. He unloaded a few more times before getting ready to call it quits. He went to go wash up and asked me for another beer. We chatted for a bit while wifey was in the restroom. She came out with a new lingerie set. Fuck, she wasn't joking. She wanted to keep fucking. She sat on his lap and was kissing him all over, whispering his ear. I want more. 
He said he was exhausted and done for the night. And she got up and somehow unzipped him. She was now sucking his cock, leaning towards him and her ass up in the air. I got up and began feeling on her nice ass, also feeling her wet pussy. He looks at me and says, fuck her, dude. I didn't think I needed his permission, but he insisted. My jeans came down pretty fast. I pulled her g-string to the side and shoved my hard dick inside her. That was her first of having two cocks at once, and not her last. As I fucked her, he kept telling me to fuck her hard, and I was. Fuck her pussy was well used and lubed, and it felt amazing. I must have fucked her for about eight minutes, until I couldn't hold on much longer, and came inside of her. My deck kept throbbing in her pussy. Crazy. This was that he came in her mouth, right about the same time I finished. She swallowed his cum, like the awesome hot wife she is. He straightened himself up, and said his goodbyes. She hugged him, and thanked him for a great night, and he laughed. We went to bed, and she definitely wanted more, but her exhaustion got the best of her and took a nap. I wasn't sleepy. Then I remember she said something about another guy, so I wanted to wake her up, but she looked so comfy, I decided not to interrupt. A few hours later, she woke up and said she was sore from everywhere. We got ready and left. On her way home, I questioned her about the new guy. She said it was another co-worker, but that's all she was going to tell me for now. Thanks. Ray. Hello, Ray. Um, Ray has been an extremely long-time listener, like most of you, and he has written in a couple of times. I love hearing their fantasies, their adventures, their sexplorative adventure. Do you think you can be just as explorative as him and his wife? Hmm. I know there's a lot of you out there. Side note, I don't know if you are aware of the anklet. I, most of it, it's just, most people, it's just a trinket. But in some cultures, in especially in the lifestyle uh, hot wifing area, it is about a woman that's in a committed relationship, but available to play. And they can have symbols on them, like the the male symbol and the female symbol. Like, I've seen some that have, like I said, the it'll have the order that she wants him in, like she wants to be the middle. So it'll have the male symbol, female symbol, and then a male symbol. There's also the spade symbol, which um, usually means be, the wife is looking for a BBC. It also could include a key, means the, the male is in um, chastity. Also can be like, I've seen also where a cue for a queen, a spade, and then the key. Same thing is she's the queen and looking for a black cock and her husband is caged. Just an intro. And like I said, I've, it's very light topic that I know about, but I know a little, not a lot. It's like I have a lot of little information, but not in depth. So I can look more into it if you're interested. But yes, now you're all going to be looking for anklets. So apparently it's been around for a very long time. It's, you know, kind of like the pineapple thing and uh, flamingos and other sources that are, if you're in the circle, you know that they're explorative. Speaking of pineapples on the outside of somebody's home, it's funny that I say that on Patreon this past, I actually dropped it late this week, and I apologize still. There was a story about a couple that moved into a neighborhood, and it turned out that at least their next door neighbor 
was a swinger, a lifestylist, and then possibly it led to us to believe her ended open ended. Um, we did have a good, you know, good ending. You know, it was not a cliffhanger by any means that possibly there was somebody that was showing hints that the one on the other side of the neighbor was also in the lifestyle too. So there you go. Definitely not in Mr. Rogers neighborhood. And that's a really bad, dirty joke. I think somewhere in there. Dear Nikki, one annoying thing that everyone experiences at college, but nobody ever acknowledges out loud is trying to find time to get off. Memorizing your roomie schedule and nonchalantly asking where they're going and when they'll be back, hoping they don't show up early, etc. A while back with classes going hybrid and various events being canceled or restricted, my roomie and I had even less time to ourselves and are almost always in the room together. Emma, my roomie, and I have had a bit of history anyways. It's a bit of a long story, but we are much more comfortable with each other than the average girl roommates, which already says a lot. It didn't take long after colleges to reopen for us to realize that trying to be sneaky wasn't going to work out. We both own toys and there's simply no avoiding the telltale signs of a girl engaging of some self-love when you are packed in a room together in a tiny room. We just decided to drop the act and agree. If we want to get off, we'll get off. No reason to be embarrassed. The first test fell to me. A couple days after the agreement, Emma was at one of her two in-person classes. So I kicked back in the bed to do the deed. I lost track of time and she returned to find me with my legs spread and magic wand in one hand and my phone in the other. We both froze for a second, but then I smiled, dropped my phone to give her a funny little finger wave. She sighed and chuckled. She dropped her bag, walked to the side of my bed and ran her nails along my inner thigh while playfully berating me for being so horny after only a couple weeks back at school. I'd been watching porn but her touch was all I needed. I couldn't even think of a proper response because my head was rolling across my pillow while I orgasmed. Since the scenes like this have become a regular thing, it's not uncommon for one of us to return to the room to find the other sprawled out on the bed or to wake up and hear the faint buzz or heavy breathing from the other's bed. We might be doing homework or watching something or I'll be gaming and we'll just reach down our pants or lose them all together. Sometimes we pretend it's not happening. Sometimes we'll trade jokes or banter to lighten the mood. And sometimes we'll hype each other up and offer compliments or stare and enjoy the show. Oftentimes the sight or sound of one of us having fun will result in the second girl joining in too. During one of our wellness days, Emma and I basically ended up in a masturbation marathon after a much-needed sleep-in, we both woke up at the same idea, get off. As the day crept on, neither of us bothered to get dressed beyond sweatshirts, because every half hour to an hour, one of us would inadvertently start playing with ourselves again. Eventually, we just found porn we both liked and put it up on the TV, while using our vibrators in my bed together. We were drenched in sweat and our legs draped over each other, fucking ourselves and playing with our clits to draw out the orgasm after orgasm. It wasn't until the sun started setting that we finally decided to give our bodies a break and air out the room, shower and eat. 
until another round started later that night. Claire. Hello, Claire. I'm going to have to agree with Darcy on this one. I like how they were just plainly open and said, it's natural. It, you know, let's not agonize. Does this make us lesbians? You know, it, it just is two horny women that enjoy getting off. And I actually found it very hot. What would you do? You know, like, I didn't stay in a dorm. I lived in an apartment, so I had my own bedroom. And so did she. I, I don't know if there were any wellness days. And yeah, we're not going there. So uh, did I have wellness days? Absolutely. And I still do. Um, l- lots of wellness days, actually. Can I have one tonight? Yeah, maybe two. <laughs> it's one of those nights. I'm having wine, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. So would you join in with your college roommate? It is what it is, right? It's just masturbation maintenance to let off some steam. What would you do if you caught your roommate jacking, playing with her clit, anything else? Or even, you know, riding a dildo, him or her there is. Or were you lucky enough to have a co-ed dorm? and catch the opposite sex stroking. Would you join in? Would you say, please don't stop on my account and sit across from him or her and play with yourself again? Showing how wet and aroused you are. Doesn't mean you want anything with them. Doesn't mean you want to actually go with, go through with it, but there's something about the lust haze. I've got to say, if I caught her, and I was lying in my bed next to her, or laying watching her, I know I would have joined in. Hmm. What about you? I think this is a perfect place to stop today. I want to thank you again for joining me. Remember, if you have any confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website under the confessions tab. Also, don't forget, I, I forgot to mention in the beginning that... There is crazy winter nights. I unfortunately at this point will not be there is just not going to work out for me with due to other foreseen unforeseen circumstances. If it changes, I'll let you know, but I will be at the summer to summer parties um, in June and August. Again, every date is on the show notes below. So I look forward to seeing you there. And in closing, hello lover. Why don't you come watch me? spread out on the bed playing with my clit and using that womanizer you so very much love to watch me play with myself what do you think I really want to know and until next time ladies and gentlemen have a fabulous week <laughs>